Hi everyone, today is January 4th, 2020. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, we have a lot of new cards. The new box, uh, Future Horizon, came out. So we talk about um, the URs and SRs from that box specifically. And because there's too much content, I'm not going to talk about every single archetype this week. I'm going to split it up. But I will talk about the most notable archetype. That is Super Heavy Samurai. An archetype that isn't even in the card game. Um, so it's a testing ground. Duel Links is officially a testing ground for this archetype. We will see those cards. And I'll save the rest for next week. But we also have Duel Links meta. We'll talk about their impressions with the new cards in the deck. Uh, in the meta, I mean. A new Yusei Duel skill. New cards from Ranked Duels. A new card from Mission Circuit. Doug Dimmit Duel has an updated Thunder Dragon deck. Um, some of those cards from Mokuba, some of them one card from the new box. A lot of synchro plays. So check him out later in the episode for his casual deck of the week. So as for myself, 2019, I ended one uh, rank off lethal, which means I was Legend 5. And um, I was playing my Element Saber... Invoked Assault Mode deck. And I, w- I was pretty much hustling at the end of the last few days around New Year's Eve. But just ran out of time. And it won away from King of Games. And that's what it is. Sometimes that happens, but it's not the... I just lost 200 gems, I guess I realized. That's the, the opportunity cost that you lose. But um, I'm running the same deck right now. But I'm updating the deck a lot. I've made a lot of changes. I've noticed decks um, getting bigger and bigger, so playing an invoked deck doesn't make sense not to run concentrating current, so then found a way to fit that in. I cut Treacherous Trap Hole, I put Magellanica back in, um, put Wall of D in, there's a lot of changes. Uh, Synchro plays, I think. Oh, I finally got um, Purgatrio, so that's a big change. Purgatrio, I was spending... I was down to my last six packs or something. I still don't have Samoon the Poison Wind, but I don't care about him. Uh, Purgatrio has changed the deck quite a bit. I have three invoked plays now. I run Malo as an extra element saber. I cut Lapoyas. One Lapoyas are still on two, so um, many changes to the deck. And it's actually doing pretty well. Me following what meta decks do uh, has, has been beneficial. And, um, what it is, learning the meta, constantly changing what cards you use, and we'll see where I get. On the technical side, I discovered a new problem with the podcast, one that I require help with. And this is something, um, let's go back in time. Almost three years ago, two years and ten months ago, I started this podcast with Deck Tech, and I was the one who did everything in the back scenes. So I found a way to create a podcast for free. And that I follow this tutorial. If you do enough searching, you'll find the way to do the podcast for free. Some tools I use include um, Mediafire. I forget what it's called, but uh, WordPress is pretty much the main engine that the blog runs off of, and then the podcast is gone. And one time, I remember that the episodes were not pushing to the podcasts for a reason. And there's a thing about syndication, how many syndication posts 
Um, you, you put like the last 10, but then there's like a maximum syndication posts and it maxes out at 150. This is episode 147. This podcast will not stop showing things at 150. It's more it's 151 because there was an episode where uh, Deck Tech messed it up and we didn't record any audio. So there was one missing episode, but uh, we, we messed up a few podcasts, but there's something on the ledger for audio, but one episode's missing. So at episode 151, what will happen is episode one will not be shown on WordPress anymore or something. It won't be displayed. So there's going to be a rolling clock of old episodes, our old backlog being deleted essentially off the podcasts. And this is something I don't want. I definitely wanted to have everything here, but I keep updating the thing on WordPress and 150 seems to be the max. So I'm not sure if there's a way around this or if I can't figure it out. Any of the listeners can know about this, have experience with this um, issue, please contact me because I do not want to lose my (laughs) uh, past episodes, but it's more for the viewers going back to the past episodes and trying to find them. Um, Of course, you could still listen to it on the website. I think everything's been on YouTube. It's still on the archive site. So it's all still there, but it's just not going to be on the podcasts, um, whatever thing. So that is a looming issue. Please let me know if you have a fix. That out of the way, let's get back to Dual Links Esports this week. We're just going to talk about Dual Links Meta Weekly 105 in the interest of time because uh, there's a lot of cards to talk about this week. So new box comes out. And we see a very diverse top 32. Six, I mean, seven archetypes have at least three representatives in the top 32. Usually it's like two or three decks that take over everything, or one deck. You know, it's really split up here. Dark Magicians, Dark Lord, Shiranui, Black Wings, Cyber Dragons, Element Saber, Ritual Beasts. So let's talk about the decks themselves. First place, Zeta, Compensation, Dark Lords. One notable change is a new card, Artifact Lancia, and without even looking at this deck, you know, I was looking at the URs and SRs to prepare for this episode, and I was like, this Artifact Lancia is probably the chase card of the box in terms of all-purpose card. Very useful card. Basically, just prevent Banish as a, as a, as a hand trick, sort of. Um, anyways... Artifact Lancia fits into the, to the deck. Um, as it could go in any deck, as that hand trick I mentioned, it is a fairy type. And a fairy type has a little bit of synergy. Dark Lord Desire works. Um, you could tribute one fairy, so that if that's on the board, you could tribute it if you want. Or if Superbia comes onto the board, a special summon from the graveyard, you can get Lancia, which was probably spent to prevent it banish. Recycle Lancia. So kind of prevent two banished effects with Superbia. Um, that's pretty much the main synergy with Lancia being a fairy type. Of course, it doesn't have to be a fairy, but it helps Dark Lords even more. An even bigger tool for this very powerful deck. Second place, Who Dares Win? Beat down Dark Magician. It seems Dark Magician always come back to the meta with just one card. Last time it was Magician's Navigation. 
now a dark magic circle. One card has brought the deck back from the dead. Very strong deck. And, um, you know, some of the other cards here. Magician of Dark Illusion. Three Magician's Rod. Three regular Dark Magician. Two Dark Magic Circle. One Dark Magic Attack. One Illusion Magic. One Dark Magic Veil. One Thousand Knives. Two World Legacy Clash. Three Magician Navigation. Two Wall of D. I've noticed um, a meta trend is attrition. Ways to weaken your opponent. And two times World Legacy Clash. Two times Wall of D. This is a trend we're going to see. We're trying to weaken down bigger monsters so you could get over them. Third place, Anthox. Sorcery Conduit, Element Saber, Invoked. Um, kind of the opposite of the attrition in that you're trying to get even bigger so you could get bigger over your those other guys. Concentrating Current is in the deck. One copy of that and one copy of Magellanica as that semi-limit split. And it's kind of the way this deck is going to get bigger than those guys. One copy of Wall of D, that was a card that was never really seen before in Element Saber Invoked as well. But then this deck does run, you know, the classic, um, the current meta of flipping things face down, two Floodgates and two Paleozoic Canadia. And Pope Master, third place, Sealed Tombs, Plasma, Counter, Ritual Beasts. Ritual Beasts did run Plasma, option they don't have to run plasma but it's a reason it's a thing they do but then this is a six card counter trap package there is divine wrath two debunks and three rebirth of parshaf debunk is interesting um of course that artifact lancia i mentioned would get negated by debunk so there's always like a check on a really good card coming into the game and then there's a check right here you just put in debunk to counter it I guess Rebirth of Parshaf works too in better ways. And Divine Wrath, all of those do work as as Ritual Beasts are one of the decks hit by Artifact Lancia. Yep. Okay. So, go to the tier list update. No changes in the tier list update except for some high potential decks from Duelings meta. Element Saber and Dark Lords are still tier 1. Shirinui and Ritual Beasts are Tier 2. Black Wings and Crystrons are Tier 3. And Cyber Dragons and Dark Magicians have been added to Tier 1. Noticeably, Super Heavy Samurai are not here yet. I don't know if the deck is more of a ladder deck or if it is unrefined. I would just go if it's unrefined right now. I've been crushed by it on the ladder, so I would say it has a chance. Cyber Dragon plays really fast now. And Dark Magician is pretty good, too. Let's get to the main box, Future Horizon. Start with the URs and SRs, of course. As my normal disclaimer goes, in a main box, URs are hard to find. SRs, you'll get three of them. Or you get like four copies of them, probably. More than four. If you're going for those threes, you'll get like six. The first UR here, Stardust Spark Dragon. Level 8, uh, generic requirements, 2,500, 2,000 once per turn. During either player's turn, you can target one face of card you control. Once per during this turn, it cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. This is a pretty useful level 8 synchro play. It stays on the board and can stall. You just select itself each time and then you 
can't be destroyed by battle or card effects. Pretty good stall card. Um, if you come back, um, there is banish removal in Duel Links, but I don't think any of the top decks really rely on banish removal. There's a lot of effect removal with um, Shiranui, for example. Um, the closest thing that do a lot of banish removal are Metaphys and Fortunately, those are cards. Those are decks you definitely see when you're playing uh, ladder games, but not really in the tournament format. So this could see play in the tournament format, less useful in your ladder games because you do see Metaphys quite a bit. Um, level eight, of course, competes with probably Scrap Dragons, the number one uh, level eight in certain Shirinui decks. There's level eights for uh, other. Other Shiranui monsters, so it probably won't fit there. So you just look for a generic uh, synchro deck where there is use for a level 8 monster. And this one, again, is more of a stall card than anything and helps you get into your bigger plays, I guess. But not the most useful card, but I wouldn't say this would never see play either. Here is Cyber Dragon's new toy Chimera Tech Rampage Dragon Level 3 Machine Fusion. Requires two Cyber Dragon monsters 2100, 1600. Fusion summon of this card must be done with the above fusion materials. Once fusion summoned, you can target spells and traps on the field up to the number of fusion materials used for its summon and destroy them. Once per turn, you can send up to two light machine monsters from your deck to the graveyard. If you do, for each monster sent to the graveyard, this card gains one additional attack during each battle phase this turn. On its own, you know, with the tools that we have on the, on its own, not great, but thing is we got a lot of fusion support we have two new cards that help fuse um not more than two new cards but it's cards that help fuse cyber dragons together and this when it comes onto the board you're destroying two spells and traps and this could be back row or could even be the field spell so it's really good um you could you could get hit right away by your you know floodgate or paleo canadia but it's not the end of the world because um, when you're face down, you could still be used as a fusion material again for your Cyber Dragons. So as long as you have another one in hand or in the graveyard, I think you can use the ones in the graveyard thanks to our support cards. So it's not the end of the world. You could take out the back row and then you can hit again. And then the better effect, the one turn kill effect, you could send up to two light machines and then uh, one additional attack for each. So you get two additional attacks and sending them to the graveyard that synergizes with the cards we have. Um, Cyber Load Fusion. I think that's one that you could use. Uh, nope, not that one. There's probably another one. I don't remember what it's called. Cybernetic Overflow works. I think Overload Fusion. Yeah, Overload Fusion. So there are cards that make up the synergy. You just toss two and you don't lose those two. You just use them right away for fusion material. For another Chimera Tech Rampage Dragon. This is a very good archetype. This is a very good card. This is what brings them back. Uh, I guess the next one is Overload Fusion. Let's talk about it. Normal spell. Fusion summon one Dark Machine mach uh, Fusion Monster from your extra deck. Banishing Fusion Materials listed on your field or graveyard. So, I think Miracle Contact is a very similar card from Element, um, Element Elemental Heroes. And, as I mentioned before... The materials for Chimera Tech Rampage Dragon count for Overload Fusion. The cards you sent to, from the deck to the graveyard, they also count. So you're allowed to make another uh, 
uh, summon of Chimera Tech Rampage Dragon. Um, this also works for other dark machines. So Cyber Dark Fusions work. Also Gatlin Dragon. That was a card that saw a little bit of play back then. I think Cyber Darks prefer to play their own way right now, but this is much more than Cyber Dragons, though that is the main purpose of the card. Super Heavy Samurai Wagon is next card. Level 4 Machine, 1200 1800. When this is normal or special summoned, you can change its battle position. This card can attack wall and face up defense. If it does, apply its defense for damage calculation. If you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can change this face up position, uh, defense position to attack. If you do, add a super, hammeri, super heavy samurai soul from your deck to your hand. So, these guys are all earth machines. They are similar to invoked coxidus in that they can attack while in defense mode. And they all have, generally have a pretty high defense, so their attack is pretty much useless. Um, they're similar to Karakuris. They gain abilities you know when you switch things in attack and defense and they also specialize in not running spells and traps that's kind of their downfall their achilles but all their effects go off if you have no spells or traps in the graveyard this is there's a reason they made this a ur and the other ones srs or rs and ends this is the one you need three of this is the facilitator of plays um you can change positions twice a turn Let's you tutor a card, a soul card from the deck, and the card you probably want is Soul Peacemaker. That's an SR. Four stars as well. Um, this is a synchro based deck. Their plays are all level five to nine, and four falls right there as one of the easier ways to make synchro decks. So this is not only the facilitator, but one of the prime materials you want to use for the synchro plays. Here is the card that I mentioned as the chase card, Artifact Lancia, level 5 Fairy, 1700-2300. You can set this card from your hand to the Spell Trap Zone as a spell. During your opponent's turn, if this set card is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, special summon it. During your opponent's turn, you can tribute this card from your hand or face up on the field. Neither player can banish cards for the rest of the turn. This is a quick effect. There it is. Um, artifacts are a new archetype you set them kind of like toy magician you can set a monster as a spell opponent destroys it they come back onto the board that's their gimmick but this card is more useful for the second ability where you can tribute it from the hand and it cannot banish this shuts down a lot of decks this shuts down shirnoi element saber invoked ritual beast fortune lady dark magician many more and you know this is Thank thankfully this is never a card you really need three of, so you just clog up your, your deck, obviously. But um it's it's a UR, sure. You might just be digging through the box just for one, but it's good you don't need to buy three of these cards. Um I don't think artifacts are a deck themselves, so you don't need it. Um The problem of course with this card is for the first ability, Cosmic Cyclone is pretty much um main card no one really runs galaxy cyclone anymore so you don't really rely on this to be on the board but you know you care about this card for a second effect you don't care about that first effect ed warrior lady this is a pretty old card uh let's see level four light warrior 1500 1600 after damage calculation when this card battles an opponent's monster banish that monster and banish this card as well so 
This is stronger than DD Warrior. DD Warrior was 1200. Same ability as HTS Behemoth. This ability is a little slow in the meta right now, but then sometimes you need a Light Monster or a Warrior like Red Eyes Slash Dragon. Could see a fit there. Uh, that's the only re- way I see his card being used. Let's say Invoked have a Light Monster. This could be that. Well, they'd be probably running Element Saber, so never mind. Here's a really bizarre card here. Tragedia. Tragoedia. Dark, level 10, Fiend, zero attack. Well, question mark attack, question mark defense. When you take battle damage, you can special summon this card from your hand. Gain 600 attack and defense for each card in your hand. Once per turn, you can send the monster from your hand to the graveyard. Target one face-up monster your opponent controls with the same level that sent monster in the hand. Take control of that face-up monster. Once per turn, you can target one monster in your graveyard. This card's level becomes the same level as that target until the end of the turn. Really weird card. Um, because this is based off of hand size, I would like a, a dual skill where you draw a lot of cards or have a bigger hand. Something like... Um, what's that Teo one called? The one that got nerfed recently. I don't remember. But then there's also one with... Um, one card wonder. You get to draw two each turn. That's one way you could make this card really strong. Monsters that take control of cards are usually really good, like Millennium Eyes Restrict or Vampire Vamp, because it it pretty much forces a hard removal of a monster on the board, and if they get destroyed, that monster gets gets destroyed too. So there is... They pretty much lose a monster, which is very good. But at the same time... um, Super Situation. We have to have monsters of different levels in your hand so that you can steal their monsters. They have, to, they have to match. With all the synchro plays going on, there's a million levels. You're not going to be running level 10 monsters just to steal their Shiranui Sun Saga, you know? So, um, very situational card. It's more for fun than anything. It's not, very, not really a meta card. Dark Magical Circle. Continuous spell. When this is activated, look at the top three cards of your deck. Reveal Dark Magician or a spell or trap that lists Dark Magician. Add that card to your hand. Then place the remaining cards in any order you want. If Dark Magician is normal or special summoned to the field, except during the damage step, you can target one card your opponent controls, banish it. You can use each effect once per turn. Really good. Um, you scry three cards. You're more likely going to get one, at least, if you're playing a Dark Magician deck, unless you draw your back row or something. And you get to reorder the cards, and then you get to banish removal each time. Um, you can you can normal summon Dark Magician, sure, but then there's other spells that special summon from the hand. There's Magician's Navigation that summons them from the deck. So then you get a banish off. Um, this card gets countered by Artifact Lancia, sure, the banish ability. But... Um, it could also force untargetable cards. So let's say Invoked Magellanica's, I mean, Invoked Coxidus is not going to get hit by this ability. So this is going to force some meta shifts, but this is on its own good enough to bring Dark Magician back into competitive meta as seen. Finally, the last card of the URs, Chain Disappearance Trap Card. When a monster with a thousand or less attack is summoned, banish that monster with a thousand or less attack. Then your opponent banishes all cards with the same name as that card from their hand or deck. Biggest target for this card is Alistair. Um, unless they have the Element Saber field, 
and then Alistair's 1200, this card doesn't work. This probably won't be in you know, widespread. It's more of a tech card. Um, if invoked, works. Invokes more of a package now instead of its own deck. So if invoked was its own deck, this would be seen play. But it's more of a package now. They play Element Sabers. So this is definitely a tech card, though. Um, it's good enough of an ability to win a game. Any monster that relies on being played, the facilitator, one thousand or less attack, it could destroy them pretty good. Move on to the SRs. Junk Archers, the first one. Level 7, Junk Synchron, Non-Tuner, 2300, 2000. Once per turn, you can target one monster your opponent controls, banish it during the end phase, return to your opponent's side of the field in the same battle position. This is a very aggressive card for one-turn kill type plays. It does require Junk Synchron. Um, Dark Verger in the Graveyard would just mean 5, though, so you would need something like Quillbolt, there's probably other ways with other special summoned cards. We're going to even do a level augmentation with Akiza skill to make this work. Um, Junk Synchron's a little better now with Scrap Fist being for um, Junk Warrior, though. Junk Archer doesn't get affected by the same ability, though. Cyber Dragon Core, level 2 machine, 400, 1500. When this is normal summoned, add a Cyber Spell or Trap from your deck to your hand. If your opponent controls a monster, you can banish this card from the graveyard, special summon a cyber dragon from your deck. You can only use one effect per turn. This card's name becomes cyber dragon while on the field or in the graveyard. Another card that puts cyber dragon on the map. This doesn't provide the upside of cyber dragon being a 2100 attacker, but that's not what cyber dragon's really for. It's you tutor cyber load fusion, you could tutor overload fusion, you could tutor the trap card as well. And um, the name itself allows you to use this as Cyber Dragon, of course. And you could tutor the cards and make the the fusion right away. And then the fusion could recycle stuff. Really strong card. Definitely a part of the deck. The core card for Cyber Dragons as per the name. Super Heavy, Super Heavy Samurai Soul Piercer. Level 4 Machine. 1200 Zero. You can target one super heavy samurai monster you control. You equip this to the monster. Uh, inflict piercing. Uh, when this card is sent from the field to the graveyard, add a super heavy samurai monster from your deck to your hand, except for this one. So it gets monsters. Um, they, they have pretty high attack. Uh, defense, I mean. Defense is the attack. And this gives them piercing, so you can hit over the defense monsters. Effects okay. Um... But even better, when the card's destroyed, you get to recoup the value. You get to tutor a monster, any monster you want. So you probably want the Soul Wag uh, Samurai Wagon. So um, this is primarily used for the secondary ability, but then the defense piercing lets you win games. Here's the other essential Soul Super Heavy Samurai Soul Peacemaker. Zero attack and defense. You can equip it to your Super Heavy Samurai Monsters. When this card is equipped to a monster by the effect... Monsters your opponent controls cannot attack monsters you control except for this one equipped. You can tribute a monster you control equipped to this card. Special summon a super heavy samurai monster from the deck. So that's the main use of this card. The second ability. You could attach it, special summon any monster from the deck. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the main thing with this. You could cheat out a bigger monster from the deck. 
and you could set up your synchro play right away. Thunder Dragon Duel. This is a card Doug Demon Duel we'll talk about later. Level 8 Thunder Dark. 2800 0. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned from your hand by banishing a light and a dark from your graveyard. Once per turn, if a monster effect is activated in the hand, this card gains 300 attack until the end of the turn. When this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can banish a card from your graveyard. Add one thunder monster from your deck to your hand. Once per turn, during your opponent's end phase, you can target one of your banished cards, place it to the bottom of your deck. So, yeah, strategy sort of, but uh, not really in the normal sense, but more of a Thunder Dragon Chaos strategy. Their monsters are light and dark. It's not a horrible card. Um, you definitely recoup the value. You get your cards back. Uh, I don't really understand it, but Doug Demillon Duel will talk about this card later, being a fit for Thunder Dragons. Righty Driver Level 1 Machine Tuner, 100-300. For a Synchro Summon, you can substitute this card for any Synchron Tuner. If this is a normal summon, you can Special Summon Lefty Driver from your deck hand or graveyard. Uh, use this effect once per turn. So you get Lefty Driver out, that's 2 or 3 stars, so then overall you get 3 or 4 stars, you're going to need more stars, probably with level augmentation being the play. And this works for um, Junk Archer, for example. So, substitute for your Junk Synchron. Um, I don't think it's that great, frankly. You'll need to use your skills to, to play the cards, but it does get to a Revive the Lefty Driver from Hand Deck or Graveyard, which is pretty flexible. Rush Warrior, Wind Warrior, 300-1200. During damage calculation in either player's turn, if a Warrior Synchro Monster you control battles an opponent's monster, you can send this from the hand to the graveyard. Your battling monster's attack becomes double its current attack during that damage calculation only. You can banish this from the graveyard, set a Synchron Monster from your graveyard, and add it to your hand. Use each effect once per turn. So normally I would say this card's not that great, but then we got Scrap Fist for Junk Warrior. So you could send this card from the hand to the graveyard. They don't even see it coming. Junk Warrior becomes 4,200 attack. And then you get Scrap Fist. So Scrap Fist doubles the damage and has piercing. So this also, this is primarily for Junk Warrior. This is very, very good with Scrap Fist. Of course, I'm talking about a three-card combo, but still. We all got three Scrap Fists from the event. Very good. And this also works with other monsters. Stardust Charge Warrior was a level 6 that was played a lot. It could attack each special summoned monster. It could be 4,000 attacking each special summoned monster. So, Rush Warrior is pretty good. Iron Rat, we all know this card. 1,400 to 1,450. Destroyed and sent to the graveyard, special summon an earth with 1500 or less from your deck in attack position. We got Mystic Tomato, so this is just as good as Mystic Tomato. There's a lot of earth monsters in the, in the game. Mystic Tomato, a lot of dark monsters. So, here is another one. Prebonds, Dark Psychic Tuner, level 2, 1200, 400. When this card is targeted for an attack, you can pay 800 life points to negate the attack. This tuner is a slow tuner. It doesn't come out quickly, but then you could keep negating attacks. So I guess that's the point. You could catch up with um, your synchro material the next turn. Losing life points helps you activate abilities, I guess. You could use Esperoba's Cosmic Enlightenment the next turn to draw something. Uh, it comes out, it gets floated by Serene Psychic Witch. You could use 
Psychokinesis, any of your Psychic cards. Not too remarkable a card, but it is a Psychic Tuner. I guess Psychic Wheel Dealer is better. This just exists so you could lose life points to activate a dual skill, I think. Cyberload Fusion, quick play spell. Fusion summon a fusion monster that lists Cyber Dragon as material from your extra deck, shuffling fusion materials from your possession listed on it into your deck that you control or are banished, but your monsters cannot attack for the rest of the turn. So this is this is a fusion card that's not better than um, Overload Fusion, but uh, what it does is it's a quick play, so you attack, and then you use this during the battle phase to get another attack in. That's what that's what the main appeal of this being a quick play is. Finally, the last SR is Psyframe Circuit, a field spell. If a Psyframe monster is special summoned to your side of the field, you can immediately synchro summon a synchro monster using only Psyframe monsters. At the start of the damage step of a Psyframe monster you control, battles an opponent's monster, discard a Psyframe monster, your battling monster gains attack equal to the discarded monster's attack until the end of the turn. So this whole archetype revolves around one SR, and this is the one SR you need. This is a card you'll probably get by accident if you're fishing for some of the URs, and that will allow you to play the Psyframe archetype in its whole. Um, I've looked at all the Psyframe cards because I already wrote all the notes, but what it is is this is very essential for the deck, and the additional ability lets you make your monsters gain 2,500 attack. You could discard your Psyframe driver, and they could gain 2,500 attack. So it's a very fascinating archetype, to be honest. So I've already lost my voice, but let's talk about Super Heavy Samurai. I'm not going to read every card in its own because I've lost my voice, but I will I will talk about every card. But I'll try to summarize what the card text is. For Synchro Monsters, Ogre, Shuten Doji, level 6, 500 attack, 2500 defense. Um, all of them can attack when defense mode. When Synchro Summoned, when you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, destroy all spells and traps your opponent controls. Really good. Wipes out the whole back row. Wipes out their field spells. Pretty devastating against um, Triamids, for example. Element Savers 2 wipes out their field. Swordsmaster Musashi, level 5, 23, uh, 300 attack, 2300 defense. Um, when Synchro Summoned, you can target one machine monster in your graveyard, add it to your hand. If you have a spell or trap in the graveyard, you cannot normal summon or special summon monsters with the name. So this only exists, it's not too impressive. This is probably one that won't get played. But it exists, exists for recycling the Trumpeteer to make a level 7 Synchro play. That's really what this is for. This is a ramp Synchro. Level 5, get your level 2, get to level 7. Stealth Ninja, level 7. 1200 attack, 2800 defense. It can attack, sure. Um, if you have no spells or traps in the graveyard, you can have this, hacks, uh, this card's defense. And then it can attack directly once per turn. During the next standby phase, after this card was destroyed by card effect, you can special summon this card. So this is the closest analog to this card is Mass Hero Anki. 2800 of stats, you can attack directly for half. So 1400 direct attacker. Um, instead of getting 
the mask change though. This card, when it's destroyed by a card effect, you can special summon it again. So it has um, self-resurrection against the cards like Shirinui. Shirinui have few, like Spirit Master, I think is the one that destroys stuff by effect. So plays around that card. It's got the highest offensive upside of the Super Heavies too. And um, with Soul Piercer, it's pretty good. Um, you can hit 2800 with Piercing or you can attack directly too. Um, Soul Shield Wall, level 3 machine, 1200-1200. It's an equipment card for the Super Heavy Samurai. Those monsters gain 1200 defense. Um, when a monster equipped with this card is targeted for an attack, you can send this card to the graveyard, negate the attack, but the monster's defense becomes 0. So, this is a 1200 stat buff, which is pretty good. Your ninja could hit... For 4,000 and attack directly for 2,000, which is really good. Um, the second ability, you could protect your monster, but then they lose all of their defense. So I'm not sure if there's a point to that, unless you use like Forbidden Chalice to bring their defense back. Here's Flutist, level 3 machine. You contribute this uh, card, special summon a super heavy samurai monster from your hand during either player's turn. When a card effect is activated that targets a super heavy samurai, you can banish this from the graveyard and negate the activation if you do destroy that card. This card exists for ramping a card onto the board. You really want this card in the graveyard, though. This is a really great opening play. You normal summon, ramp into a wagon or a big waraji, and then they target it with anything. If you're a vermilion dragon mech, for example, that card gets negated and destroyed. They lose the game. That's just what it is. I, that's what happened to me. That's why I mentioned for a million Dragon Mech. Very good card. Here's another very good card that makes the archetype the Trumpeteer. Level 2 Machine Tuner. 300 attack, 600 defense. When you have no spells or traps in the graveyard, special summon this from the hand. After special summon this way, you cannot special summon other monsters except for Super Heavy Samurais. If this card is tributed for the tribute summon of a Super Heavy Samurai monster and sent to the graveyard, and you have no spells or traps, you can special summon this card. So, this is the main tuner you'll see for this archetype. Um, pretty good free special summon, so you could synchro summon right away that turn. And then you could tribute this for big Waraji, which is a level 5. And then you could special summon this again, so you get to your level 7 play. Big Waraji, level 5 machine, 800-1800. If you have no spells or traps, you can special summon this from the hand. After this is special summoned, uh, you can only special summon Super Heavy Samurais. It counts as two tributes for the tribute summon of a machine monster. So this is the only one that does the tribute summon, but it's level 5. But then you could bring it out for free, so why not do that, I guess. Um, you're talking about 7 stars worth of free monsters with this and Trumpeteer, so that's really, really good. That's what makes the archetype, I think. You could sum You could special summon both of these on the same turn, and then you could get a normal summon off. Seven stars right there. And the tribute summon for the machine is not too applicable unless you package this archetype into another machine archetype. Giga Gloves, level 3, 100 attack, 1000 defense. If this is sent to the graveyard and you have no spells or traps, you can look at the five cards on the top of your deck, place them in any order, when an opponent's monster declares a direct attack, you can banish this from the graveyard, excavate the top card of the deck. This is a super heavy samurai monster added to the hand. If you do, the attacking 
monster's attack becomes zero. Um, this protects you from direct attacks. It makes their attack zero. Sure, it's doubly situational with us. I don't think so. Get to the ends. Beast Kyobi, level 9 synchro. 1900 attack, 2500 defense. Uh, if you have no spells or traps, it gains 900 defense for each special summoned monster your opponent controls. The biggest beater of the group. Um, it's 2500 defense, but then it'll gain 900. They'll easily have at least one, so it's going to be 3400 defense. Then um, you can combine with the other things like the piercer or the wall to make it even bigger. The rest of the cards are not too impressive. I don't think they're really good. Kabuto. Um, if your opponent special summons a monster, you can change as many attack position monsters to defense. If you do, they gain 500 defense. This card itself has uh, 1,000, 2,000, and it can't attack in defense mode. It requires some setup, exposing your monsters to the weak side for it to work at all. Soul beads. Um, you equip it to a monster. Each turn, the first time the monster is destroyed by card effect, it's not destroyed. When a defense position monster is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can send this from the hands of the graveyard special summon it. Those exist for resurrecting your monsters back. Drum is a level 1 tuner. When this is on the field and destroyed and sent to the graveyard, target a super heavy samurai in the graveyard, special summon it. So this has some late game appeal. You could re resurrect any of your synchro monsters back. But what the trick is, is this is a machine tuner that exists to be destroyed. So you don't, you don't mean to use this for tuning uh, purposes, which doesn't really make a lot of sense for its use. Soul Horns is another equipment. Uh, super heavy samurai monster equipped with this can make a second attack during each battle phase. Uh, when this card is equipped to the monsters, the monster by card effect, you can special summon this card, so it could come on to the board as well. You see some one-turn kill plays with Soul Piercer with this card in a more aggressive deck. Trapped defense, level 3, 100, 2100, cannot be normal or flip summoned. If you have no spells or traps, um, when you take battle damage... You can special summon this card. That's its own thing. It's like a parry knight, sort of. More of a budget choice. And then the last card is Fist. Machine Tuner, level 2. I don't feel like reading the effect of this card, but it's a very situational card. It has to be on the board. Your bigger monsters destroy something, and then this becomes a synchro monster for another attack, like a synchro summon. Quick synchro summon. Um, you have to get the levels right, though, so it's it's a bit much. Anyways, that is the Super Heavy Samurai. Most of the useful cards go in order, so the URs, the SRs, and some of the Rs. At a certain point, the Ns aren't very useful at all. Maybe you could run the Beast Kyobi. That one could get pretty big. If you're not going into the um, direct attack mode with Stealth Ninja, you're definitely going to run Shuten Doji, I think. Musashi is probably on the outside looking in, too. So um, I'm interested in seeing how this deck goes they are pretty strong and they've beat me pretty good in ranked duels so next week we're going to do the rest of the archetypes i already reviewed the cards but there's not enough time the artifacts the cyframes the heroics the heroics are pretty interesting and then a few constellar cards
Harden and talk about um, that's very useful. Cybernetic Overflow. This is a core card for Cyber Dragons. Banish any number of Cyber Dragons that have different levels in your hand, graveyard, or face up on the field. Destroy the same number of cards your opponent controls. If this card on the field is destroyed by card effect, you can add a Cyber Spell or Trap from the deck or hand. You can use each effect once per turn. So you could pretty much wipe your opponent's board with this card and win the next game. Because this is a trap card. You can just set it and let blow them up at the end of their turn. Okay, so let's talk about uh, from the event, the Duelist Chronicles event. You get to fight Jack Atlas by using the um, tickets. And at a certain point, he gives up a skill, Angel Baton. This is a dual skill for Yusei. And what it reads is, on your fourth turn, you could draw two cards instead of one. And um, have to send a card from the gra- to the graveyard. So... Basically, this is a plus one in card advantage for that turn. Um, if you survive until your fourth turn, so it's like turn eight or turn nine. So in Duel Links, that's not really a guarantee, given how fast the game is sometimes. Um, really, what this is for, this is not really a plus one because you give up the card. You, you toss a card, but you'll have to use a deck where it's advantageous to toss a card into the graveyard. Like Christron's, they like starting off of a card in the graveyard, for example. So it was a little slow waiting for turn 4 in Duel Links, but something to be considered. Um, you know, a lot of decks like having stuff in the graveyard, so I don't think it's more impactful than a Tie That Binds or a Sealed Tombs right now. This is a general um, skill to use or a level augmentation skill, but down the line when there's a deck that needs something in the graveyard, some skills get nerfed, this might have a chance. other cards to talk about. These are from Ranked Duels Updates. A new SR and a new R. The new SR is called Synchro Monument. It's a field spell. Synchro summons cannot be negated. Neither player can activate spells or traps when a monster is synchro summoned. So a very frustrating thing that happens is having your synchros hit you know, when you're doing it. You spend your tuner, your non-tuner and then they get hit by Floodgate Paleozo-Canadian. I guess Floodgate's worse because you can't use the Moxer again. But those are very common cards in the meta, and then they get hit. This card in the field will protect the Moxer from getting flipped for the summon. So, Paleozoic-Canadia could still be used. The Floodgate can't be used when they get that summon off. But Paleozoic-Canadia could still be used in the battle phase. So, that's the main downfall of this card. They could still hit it with Paleozoic-Canadia... And also, let's say you summon it, and the effect is not automatic. Black Rose Dragon is a card that's effect is automatic. You could get flipped, and then you could still blow up the board. But a Vermilion Dragon Mech or a Scrap Dragon, they have to activate an additional effect. So those cards would get flipped face down. And um, I guess the only thing is it does protect against Floodgate when summoned. So it's kind of like Star Eater. Star Eater can't get hit when you get summoned, so that ability, but overall not too useful. Another field spell called Celestia. This is just a rare. All worm-type monsters gain 300 attack at defense. Once per turn, you can banish three worms from the graveyard, target one card in the field, and destroy it. So the only worms we have in the game are Metaphys monsters, and Metaphys, this buffs 300, so your Metaphys Tyrant Dragon can hit for 3200, which is 
over the magic mark of 3,000. But Metaphys already run a spell in Metaphys Factor, so I don't think this is better than that um, for the archetype. It's only useful if another worm deck exists in the game. And there's not enough of them, I think. Finally, the last card for Mission Circuit is Pilgrim of the Ice Barrier. Level 4 Warrior Water, 1500, 1000. Cannot be destroyed by battle for with a monster of 1900 or more attack. If this seems familiar, it's the same ability as Obnoxious Celtic Guardian. This is a water, though. It has 100 more attack. I'm thinking this could work in Stall Invoked, because Invoked decks... Um, they could run, you know, Scrap Goblin, Stall. This card can Stall a little bit as well. I'm not sure if Flip Flop Frog or any of the water monsters. I personally ran Nightmare Penguin, Yaksha, and um, Gale Lizard as water monsters. So there's a lot of options that bounce things back. Um, I don't think this is better than that, but this could fit better in a Stall, uh, stall Invoke deck. Alright, so that's enough of me talking. Let's move on to Doug's casual deck of the week. He has Thunder Dragons. Thunder Dragons are a deck. We got a lot of tools from DSOD Mokuba. So he gave us a lot of cards. And then there's a new Thunder Dragon duo from this box. And um, this is a deck that can hit King Games. So it's not like it's a nothing deck. This deck can compete. I'm not sure if it's a tournament worthy deck. But it's definitely worthy for the latter. So check out Doug Dimadil's Synchro Thunder Dragons right now. Hey there, this is Doug Dimadul with Doug's Casual Deck of the Week. I want to start things off by wishing everybody a happy new year. I hope your 2020 is off to a hot start. And uh, really, just we got the best gift from Konami, and that's another main box. I told myself that I wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be doing too much with this new box, but uh, who am I kidding? I still went into it, and uh, out of all of the different archetypes... I wanted to build an updated Thunder Dragon deck. Uh, now that we have one additional piece of support, and that's uh, Thunder Dragon Duo, which is now a level 8 uh, 2800 attack Thunder Monster that cannot be normal summoned or set, and must be special summoned from your hand by banishing one light and one dark monster from your graveyard. Uh, once per turn, if a monster effect is activated in the hand, this card gains 300 attack until the end of this turn. When this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can banish one card from your graveyard and add one thunder monster from your deck to your hand. Once per turn during your opponent's end phase, you can target one of your banished cards and place it on top or bottom of your deck. So there's a lot of play action that could go here, but it's just nice in a Thunder Dragon deck to have a 2800 or a 3100 attack monster thrown onto the field. But the route that I'm trying to roll with this deck is a Synchro deck, where in the extra deck I got my two copies of Vermilion Dragon Mech. And as you know, that's that level 9 Synchro machine, uh, 2700 attack, 1800 defense. Uh, you can banish one tuner from your hand field or graveyard, then target a card on the field and destroy it. Uh, you guys remember that one. Uh, have it a level. Uh, 11 synchro star eater 
as one tuner, one or more non-tuner monsters must be synchro summoned. Uh, this card synchro summoned cannot be negated when synchro summoned. Cards and effects cannot be activated if this card's attack. If this card attacks, it is unaffected by other card effects until the end of the damage step. And then I just wanted level ten in there, depending on the uh, you know the levels that are going on here. But we have Ascension Sky Dragon, not the best, but it's a level ten synchro. One tuner, one or more non-tuner. If this card is synchro summoned, it gains 800 attack for each card currently in your hand. When this card you control is destroyed by your opponent's card by battle or effect and sent to the graveyard, if all of the monsters that were used for synchro summon of this card are in your graveyard, you can special summon all of them, but their effects are negated. Now this has 3,000 defense, uh, so regardless, even if you don't have much going on in your hand, then you could set it in defense and hopefully stall out. So what else do I run in the deck? I run my three copies of Gold Sarcophagus to just banish, uh, hopefully, the uh, Thunder Dragon Roar. If you remember Thunder Dragon Roar, you should run three copies of that in this deck. Uh, it's a level 6, 2400 attack. Uh, first of all, you can discard this card to add one Thunder Dragon card that's banished or in your graveyard, except Thunder Dragon Roar. Now, if this card is banished or sent from the field to the graveyard, you can special summon one Thunder Dragon monster from your deck in defense position, but return it to the hand during the end phase. So this really allows you to get into your synchro play and the uh, synchro monster. I'm, I'm playing around with it, but right now I have Cockadoodle-Doo, uh, the level 5 Wing Beast Tuner, 1600 attack, 2000 defense. If there's no monsters on the field, you can special summon this card as a level 3 monster. If your opponent controls a monster and you control no cards, you can special summon this card from your hand as a level 4 monster. Uh, now, whenever this card leaves the field though it'll then be banished so you really don't get any uh, impact from having it sitting in your graveyard because then you'll get into your synchro play and it'll be banished uh, but you could use this as tribute fodder for one of your level six or level five thunder dragon monsters or you could get into one of those high level synchro plays so this deck I do run three copies of Thunder Dragon, so during your main phase, by discarding this card, add up to two Thunder Dragon monsters from your deck to your hand. Uh, I do this so I can get a light monster in the graveyard, and then on the other hand, I have Thunder Dragon Dark, level 5. Uh, its quick effect is you can discard this card, add one Thunder Dragon Dark from your deck to your hand. If this card is banished or sent from the field to the graveyard, you can add one Thunder Dragon card from your deck to your hand, except Thunder Dragon Dark. Uh, you can only use one uh, effect per turn and only once per turn. So really what this will do is it will throw a Thunder Dragon and hopefully a Thunder Dragon Dark into the graveyard, therefore getting into your Thunder Dragon duo play and just special summoning that sucker right away. And uh, yeah, you could really get some good plays going from having these monsters sitting in your graveyard. Uh, finally, the other monster I have is Thunder Dragon Hawk, level 6, uh, 1800 attack, two th uh, 2200 defense. You can discard this card and special summon one of your Thunder Dragon monsters that's banished or in your graveyard except Thunder Dragonhawk. If this card is banished or sent from the field to the graveyard, you could shuffle any number of cards from your hand into the deck and then draw the same number of cards. You can only use one Thunder Dragonhawk effect per turn and only once per turn. So really, effectively, what you want to do is hopefully get a cock-a-doodle-doo uh, and get into a synchro play. But really, what this does is this opens up your deck to uh, at least get that Thunder Dragon duo play going. It's nice to have a 3100 attack monster on the field, and I'm kind of kind 
contemplating the idea of putting th- uh, Thunder Dragon Duo into a Element Saber deck because, you know, you could have a light and you could have a dark. Only thing is you're not going to get the full impact of Thunder Dragon Duo because you're not going to be really be running that deck with any other Thunder-type monsters. But still, I mean, as far as just a pure Thunder Dragon deck, uh, it's not the most consistent thing in the world. There's probably way better ways to build this. And due to my symmetry and, and just lack of, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I got some level of OCD. I do run three copies of all of the cards that I just mentioned from uh, Thunder Dragon Hawk, Thunder Dragon Dark, uh, Thunder Dragon Duo, Thunder Dragon Roar, uh, Cockadoodle Doo, and then, of course, um, uh, you got your Thunder Dragon, you know, your regular Thunder Dragon, as well as your three copies of Gold Sarcophagus. So, uh, threes across the board. It's a 21-card deck. Mess around with the ratios. This is not, you know, the the ideal uh, optimal build for a Thunder Dragon deck. But still, since we're keeping the casual theme into the new year, uh, this is a fun casual deck. Uh, I recommend you give this one a shot if you're a fan of Thunder Dragons and a fan of Synchros. Uh, we do have these options at our disposal. So anyway, that's it uh, for today's uh, you know casual deck of the week. I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks, Doug. And you check out Doug's Casual Deck of the Week every week on this podcast. He has the pictures on his Twitter page, Yu-Gi-Oh! Deck Talk. Finished up by wrapping up with the upcoming news. Transcend Game Part 2 unlocks Sarah again. New rewards and skills. Third anniversary campaign. We can get some gems to finally buy this box. Carly Carmine, uh, regular Carly Carmine's coming in with some cards. Fortune Fairy Hakiri and Miracle Stone. Kaylin Kessler is getting retired. Hag Duel Tournament is happening. New cards, the Chosen One and High and Low. Um, Dual Quest is happening. And then DSOD Joey at the end of the year. So that is it. Check out this podcast anywhere. Um, as I mentioned before, if you can solve the issue of the syndication, again, if... This podcast is just going to run 150 episodes, so the back catalog is going to get erased from podcasts. Uh, so, I mean, if you're fine with that happening, fine. But but if there's any, if anyone knows anything about it, please let me know. Please hit me up on Twitter, dual underscore assessment, my own account, Green Ranger CCG. I check at least once a day. Um, okay, so that's it. Thank you for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>